as you can see from the worship folder, it says the Old Testament is our scripture reference for today. <laughs> That's quite a bit. <laughs> for this week and next week, we're going to look at the Word of God, and we're going to look at what the Word of God says about the Word of God. So suddenly, everybody who was in my son's class is going, oh, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, okay. This week, we're going to look at the Old Testament. And we are going to look simply at and listen to what God's Word says. Next week, we will do the same in the New Testament. So we're not going to read through the Old Testament because we do have other... Not that that's not important, okay? That is very important. But you'll see once we get into it, that we are going to cover a lot of the Old Testament. And really what we're interested in is simply what does the Word of God say about God, about the Word that He gives to us. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we come today, give us ears to hear Your voice and Yours alone. That as we dig into Your Word, we would know more and more about who You are and about what You call us to do about how sharp your word is. For there are things that we do not like there, but there's, those are things that we are called to, to live out and to obey. There are great things there, Lord, that we can hardly believe. There are miraculous things there, Lord, that, that to our eyes in, in the 21st century, we, we kind of wonder, how could those things really happen? But yet they are true, and you have given them to us so that we might know you. On this day, Lord, we ask that you open our eyes through the power of your Holy Spirit to enliven our hearts that we would know you. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. So just think for a moment that the king of the universe is the God of all things. The God of all creation has determined in his providence and in his mercy to bestow upon us a means by which we might know him and understand him. And that means is his word. And from the very earliest times of recorded history, we see that his word has a power like no other power in all the universe. It is unlike any other power, for his word is his work. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form, and it was void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And in the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, and God said... Let there be light. And there was. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the the light day and the darkness night. And there was evening and there was morning. And it was the first day. And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. And let the waters be separated from the other waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening, and there was morning, and it was the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in just one place, and let the dry land appear. And so it was. God called the dry land earth, and the waters were gathered, and he called them seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, which is their seed according to their kind in all the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seeds, 
and, and plants bearing fruit, which is their seed, each of their own kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning and that was the third day. And God said, let there be light in the expanse of heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be signs for seasons and days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. The stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light to the earth. And to rule over the day and to rule over the night and to separate the darkness. And God saw that it was good. There was evening, there was morning, and it was the fourth day. And God said, let the water swarm with living creatures. Let the birds fly across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the sea creatures and every living creature that moves, which swims in the earth according to its kind, which flies in the air according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, said, be fruitful and multiply. There was evening, there was morning, and it was the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kind, livestock and and creepy things. It says creeping, but I I can't creepy things. And beasts of the earth according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to its kind. And the livestock and the things that creep on the ground according to their kind. And God said it was good. So our Heavenly Father has demonstrated his love for us by speaking this world into existence and everything that he spoke into existence was good. But we, humankind, in our efforts to determine what was good for ourselves, disobeyed God. And the result is that each of us is touched by sin and to such an extent that we have no hope of being restored to our former relationship unless the Lord acts for us, unless he does something in our lives to make this so. And again, his word makes clear what is the result of, of that when he acts in our lives. He says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. What becomes of the man who fills his heart and his mind with the word of God? Very clear. He's like a tree that's planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season. Its leaf does not wither. In all he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so. They are like chaff, and the wind drives them away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the seat of the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. But even though our hearts and minds might be filled with God's word, that does not mean that our lives will be without struggle. does not mean that we'll have an easy way through life. God made it clear that in this world we will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. But he alone is God. Therefore we will trust in him and cry out to him, and our hope will not be shaken. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord, and I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God, they shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will pour out. I will not pour out or take their names upon my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. 
You hold my lot in your hand. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places indeed. I have a beautiful inheritance in the Lord. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also he hears my heart and instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad. My whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells securely. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy, Lord. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. It is to him that we cling. It is on his word that we feast. And it is in his word that we find life. For the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It makes wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. It enlightens our eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true, righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me, Lord. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of any great transgression. So, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. It is from his word that we see his character, his mercy, and his steadfast love toward us. Where else can we find it except in what he has given to us? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our iniquity, who heals all our diseases, who redeems all our lives from the pit who crowns us with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies us with good so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his way to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful. The Lord is gracious. He's slow to anger. He's abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. Because he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us for according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. He takes our sins from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are but dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field, for the wind passes over it and it's gone, and the place knows him no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and the kingdoms rule over all. So what is to be our response to these things that we find in God's word? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. 
You, O his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of the Lord. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. His word makes clear to us that there is not a day in all eternity that he did not know us. There is not a hair on our heads that he did not put there, that he does not know exist on our head. There is nowhere that we can go that he is not. We can never leave his presence. For, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. So even before there is a word on our tongue, behold, Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in. Behind, before, you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me to understand. I cannot attain it. So where, should I, where can I go from your spirit, O Lord? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I go to heaven, there you are. If I make my bed in Sheol, there you are. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me. Your right hand shall have hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light be about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you, O Lord, for the darkness is as light to you. You, Heavenly Father, you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together there in my mother's womb, and I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. For wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every day of my life, even before I was here. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. So we should fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. And I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Those are the promises of the Lord. He has created us. He has shaped us. He has numbered our days. There is no place we can go when we are out of his sight. No place we can go when we are out of his presence. And his desire for his creation is that we keep his word. And know the blessings that come with the obedience to his word. He says, blessed are those whose way is blameless who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently, Lord. Oh, that my ways be steadfast in keeping them. Then I shall not be put to shame. If I keep your precepts, if I keep your law, then I shall not be put to shame. Having my eyes fixed on your commandments, Heavenly Father, I will praise you with an upright heart What, when I learn your righteous rules. But we know that the world is full of temptations. And the world wants to move us away from his word and wants us to trust in the wisdom of men. But the Lord confounds the wisdom of men by what appears to be foolishness in their eyes. The wisdom of men presents quite a tempting picture for us. Of what could be if we just gave in to what the world has to offer. But there are dangers on that path. And we have to guard our hearts as believers. And how do we guard that? By guarding it according to your word, Lord. 
With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments, for I've stored your word up in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, so teach me your statutes. With my lips I'll declare all your rules. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in riches. I will meditate on your precepts and I will fix my eyes on your way and my delight will be in your statutes and I will not forget your word. So Lord, let your steadfast love come to me, your salvation according to your promise. Then I shall have an answer for those who taunt me. For I trust in your word, Heavenly Father, and take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth. For my hope is in your rules, Lord. I will keep your law continually forever and ever, and I shall walk in the wide place, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimony before the kings, and shall not be put to shame, for I find my delight in your commandments, the commandments that I love, Lord. I will lift up my hands toward your commandments, which I love, and meditate upon your statutes. Your hands have made me. They have fashioned me, Lord. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous. Let your steadfast love comfort me according to your promises that you have made to your servants. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. And we have no fear. We have no fear as believers that the Lord may forget his promises that he has made to us in his word. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth and it stands fast. By your appointment they stand this day for all things are your servants. All things, all things are the servants of the Lord. If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. So our response to his faithfulness is to keep this word. And there should be no greater joy, no stronger desire in the hearts of every believer than to obey his word. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation day and night. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, and it is forever within me, Lord. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I don't turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey in my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore, I hate everything that is false. Every false way I hate. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my path. And I have sworn an oath and I have confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray from your word. Your testimonies are my heritage forever. For they, Lord, are the joy of my heart. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this is but a taste of the richness of your word. It is but a taste of the life that you call us to, to dig in and to feast upon your word. 
For it is sweeter to us than all the riches of this world. It is sweeter to us than, than the honey. It comes in and takes us. It dwells within us and it, it shows us how we are to live. And you always walk with us on that path. As we walk according to your word. Lord, we pray that your word would dwell within us richly, that it would fill our hearts and minds, that we would understand that it is the sole authority in our lives for the things of who you are, how you operate in this world and throughout all eternity, how it is you call us to live and the great things and mercies that you bestow upon us, that you rain down upon us. They are listed for us in your word, Lord. Let it change our hearts today, we pray in Christ's name. Amen.